Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today we celebrate the first Sunday of Lent. Today's worship aid can be found on the cathedral's website at St. Patrick's Cathedral, all spelled out, .org live. You can also find today's hymns in the hymnals in front of you in the pews. Our celebrant this morning is Timothy Cardinal Dolan, Archbishop of New York. Please now rise and sing our entrance hymn, which can be found in your blue St. Michael's hymnal. It's hymn number 625, Lord Who Throughout These 40 Days. <clears throat> Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Peace be with you. Welcome to Sunday Mass here at St. Patrick's Cathedral. 
especially to those who unite with us in Sunday prayer at home on uh, live stream and the Catholic Faith Network and the Catholic Channel, Sirius XM 129, that we might offer this holy sacrifice of the Mass the more worthily this first Sunday of Lent. We call to mind our sins. We think already of Good Friday and the cross and the precious blood that washed them away. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to life everlasting. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, through the yearly observance of Holy Lent, that we might grow an understanding of those riches hidden deep in Christ, and by worthy conduct pursue their effects. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of Genesis. God said to Noah and to his sons with him, See, I am now establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you and with every living creature that was with you, all the birds and the various tame and wild animals that were with you and came out of the ark. I will establish my covenant with you that never again shall all bodily creatures be destroyed by the waters of the flood. There shall not be another flood to devastate the earth. God added, this is the sign that I'm giving for all ages to come of the covenant between me and you and every living creature with you. I set my bow in the clouds to serve as a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow appears in the clouds, I will recall the covenant that I have made between me and you and all living beings, so that all of the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all mortal beings. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Beloved, Christ suffered for sins once, the righteous for the sake of unrighteous, that he might lead you to God. Put to death in the flesh, he was brought to life in the spirit. In it, he also went to preach to the spirits in prison, who once had been disobedient, while God patiently waited in the days of Noah during the building of the ark, in which a few persons, eight in all, were saved through water. This prefigured baptism which saves you now it is not the removal of dirt from the body, but an appeal to God for a clear conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers subject to him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. spirit a reading from the holy gospel according to mark glory to you o lord <sighs> the spirit drove jesus out into the desert and he remained in the desert for 40 days tempted by satan he was among wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
The desert. Let's talk a little bit about the desert. You know by now, you've been around long enough to know that our tradition is that on the, the first Sunday of Lent, we always hear the gospel of the temptations of Jesus during his own 40 days of prayer and fasting, his Lent, where? In the desert. The desert is the arena of extremes, isn't it? An arena of extremes. In the desert we find hellish heat and yet piercing cold at night. In the desert we find ugly terrain and then a masterpiece of natural art each night with the stars and the clean sky. Barren is the desert, yet a flush with exotic plants that grow nowhere else. No water, oh, plenty gallons of sweat. No creatures to be seen, and yet hidden battles between prey and predators. The desert, so frequently found as a backdrop in the Holy Bible, the people of Israel journey 40 years through the desert during their exodus from slavery in Egypt to liberation in the promised land. John the Baptist preaching in the desert, calling people to conversion of heart and preparation for the impending coming of the Christ. Jesus, Jesus, 40 days of prayer and fasting in the desert. Saints and sinners throughout the church's exodus of 2,000 years have taken to the desert, seeking to discover, discern, do penance, be alone, and to seek cleansing in nature's spa. And each Lent, my friends, each Lent, Holy Mother Church invites us spiritually to enter the desert in our prayer, our self-denial, our increased acts of mercy. And a classic lesson of Lent, my brothers and sisters, is that while there were many renowned deserts far away on a map, uh, you think of the Sahara, the Mojave, the most famous desert of them all is not to be found in the atlas and is not far away at all. Recently, I've been working closely with two wonderful consecrated women religious who are trying to discern whether or not they are called to be hermits. Hermits. And I said to them, well, you know, usually hermits live in the desert. Do you intend to go far away to the desert? And one of the sisters said, oh, we don't have to go far away. We don't have to pack luggage. 
I have the desert in my carry-on bag. She, of course, knew that there's the real desert is the one within, within the desert deep down inside our hearts and our souls. Here, within, deep down, is a desert of extremes, again, like the natural desert. Ah, deep down within, we find the hellish heat of disordered passions out of control, and yet a noble, cool pursuit of virtue, selflessness, an eagerness for humble obedience to the Lord, not our own self-will. Here within the desert of our heart and soul, yes, we find, a, we find an ugly terrain, and yet the sparkle of the stars of divine life. Ah, yes, the desert deep within is barren, and yet lush with God's grace and mercy. Yes, it is parched, yet aware of the saving waters from the side of Christ, the cleansing waters of baptism. A desert within where the predator Satan seeks to devour a prey called the innocent Lamb of God, only to be defeated by the Good Shepherd. Satan the rattlesnake, crushed by Jesus the first, the second Adam, and by the heel of the one called Immaculate, whom we venerate as the second Eve. Ah, it's easy, folks. It's easy to blame the darkness, the struggle, the sin, the evil out there in others or in corrupt systems. It's not easy at all to gaze into the darkness within. We gaze into that darkness, the sin, the selfishness, the night deep within. <laughs> only to long to hear six weeks from last night, to hear at the Easter vigil, let there be light. Christ our light. Jesus saying, I am the light of the world. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man, 
For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come, amen. Let us pray. For Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all clergy, religious, and laity, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ, we pray to the Lord. That the culture of life flourish among all peoples of the world, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine and in the Holy Lands, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That our Lenten practices of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving may strengthen our faith and bear witness to the gospel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We seek the powerful intercession of our sorrowful Mother Mary at the foot of the cross on Calvary and of St. Patrick, our patron, as we make these and all of our prayers through Christ our Lord. singing our offertory hymn, which can be found in your hymnal, hymn number 770, <coughs> Take Up Thy Cross.
now that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands with praise and Give us the right dispositions, O Lord, we pray, to make these offerings, for with them we celebrate the beginning of this venerable and sacred time of Lent through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Heavenly Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord, by abstaining 40 long days in the desert from earthly food. He consecrate, consecrated through his fast the pattern of our Lenten observance. And by overturning the snares of that ancient snake, he taught us to cast out the leaven of malice so that celebrating worthily the Paschal mystery, we might pass over at last to the eternal Easter feast. And so with the company of angels and saints in heaven, we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim. of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We will dream your time. 
therefore, as we celebrate this memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy, welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Lord, we pray from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace, I leave you. My peace, I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
please join in singing our communion hymn, which can be found in the Blue St. Michael's hymnal. It's hymn number 439, Attende Domine.
Let us pray. Renewed now with heavenly bread by which faith is nourished, hope increased, charity strengthened, we pray, O Lord, that we may learn to hunger for Christ, the true and living bread, and strive to live by every word which proceeds from your mouth through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you through the intercession of our blessed mother at the foot of the cross, St. Patrick, our patron, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Thanks be to God. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, which can also be found in the hymnals. It's hymn number 559, Have Mercy, Lord, Upon Us. See 